It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Baseball season, it comes and goes, but Crawford Bach just flows and flows. It's the Bach to drink any time of year. You don't need a reason because it's a dang good beer. You can rock the Bach at a music festival or rodeo, Shakespeare in the Park or Lowrider Car Show. It's the Bach for bonfires and happy hour, South Padre, even your next baby shower. So share a Crawford Bach anytime with your favorite gals and bros. And when baseball season comes back, let's go Strohs! This episode of Astrocast is brought to you by Carbach Brewing. Carbach Brewing, crafted for serious fun. This afternoon, the Houston Astros play the second game of a three-game series against the Oakland A's at Oakland Coliseum. Last night, the A's beat the Astros 3-2 in 13 innings. Zach Ranke, six scoreless, struck out five. Alex Bregman had an RBI double in the top of the 13th, but the Astros have lost three in a row, while the A's now have a seven-game win streak. Astros are 6-7, six second in the AL West, three and a half games behind the A's, who lead the West with a record of 10-4. and four. Let's take a look at today's pitching matchup presented by Houston Methodist. Houston Methodist is proud to be the official health care provider for the Houston Astros. Houston Methodist leading medicine. It'll be Fromber Valdez on the mound for the Astros today and looking forward to seeing, seeing what Fromber does for an encore after six and a third innings, not allowing an earned run in relief on Sunday in Anaheim. Yeah, the Astros pitching coaches notice right away in spring training Fromber Valdez maybe little bit more mature and it's showing up on the field I mean he's certainly going at hitters he's not having those mental lapses that he was kind of known for the last couple of years and we've always known that he's got the stuff to be a really good serviceable useful uh, top of the line type left-handed pitcher in a rotation so uh, it's starting to show up right now six and a third just one run in that relief outing against the Angels was certainly uh, needed at that time and they need innings again today certainly do and meanwhile it's Frankie Montas on the mound for the A's their opening day starter this year he really put it all together last year was having a great year that wound up being short-circuited by a PED suspension but just another talented pitcher in this A's rotation it's funny what those pesky little PED suspensions do <laughs> to yeah I mean just out, out of nowhere and this has been a, a pitcher that's uh, routinely thrown 100 miles per hour we've seen it you know and we've seen him looking at the ribbon scoreboard and Maybe got a little enamored with that, and right, right now he, he's starting to settle down and pitch, and they feel really good about where he's at in his career, and that's why, you know, the A's are really confident with the, their starting rotation. They feel like it's kind of underplayed when everybody's talking about uh, people's starters. That theirs is pretty darn good, and uh, Frankie Montas, as you mentioned, heads the list. Keys to the game presented by Honda. Visit your local Greater Houston Honda dealers for great deals in all models. Honda, the official sponsor of the Houston Astros. Well, Dusty Baker made no bones about it talking pregame about how thin the bullpen is, which obviously isn't a surprise. The Astros wound up using six relievers in that 13-inning game yesterday and really hoping for some length from Framber Valdez today. Got to have it. I mean, I, I can't even imagine where they turn to, you know, if Framber gets knocked out before the fifth inning. I mean, he, he's got to get them deep. Uh, they're hoping for six or seven, and 
And what we've seen so far, he's been pretty efficient. That hasn't been the case in, in the last couple of years as a major leaguer, with regularity anyway. So uh, Fromber to get into the sixth or seventh inning is going to be uh, hugely important for the Astros to win this game. Coming up next, we'll hear from Astros hitting coach Alex Centrone, and a little later, We'll hear from Astros outfielder Michael Brantley, but now this from your local station. What's even easier than hitting a home run into the Crawford boxes? Deep to left field, and you can kiss that goodbye into the Landry's Crawford boxes. How about cracking open a delicious Crawford Bach? Carbox Crawford Bach pairs perfectly with peanuts, stadium dogs, and a good seventh inning stretch. Plus, a portion of the proceeds from each beer goes to the Astros Foundation to support community initiatives. So root, root, root for the Astros with a cold Crawford Bach this season. And welcome back to Astro Launch, everybody. This is Steve Sparks, and I'm with the Astros hitting coach, Alex Centrone, uh, with me today. Alex, thanks for joining me. First of all, I just want to ask you, how weird is everything right now? I would assume uh, that you're not even leaving the hotel, really, uh, unless you come to the ballpark, are you? How are you, Steve? Yeah, everything is really, really, really weird. It's really different, and um, we didn't even have time in the ballpark. We just arrived five hours before game time. That's the new rule. And, you know, we have to do meetings. We have to do a lot of homework at home at the hotels. We don't have the computers either here anymore. So we have to watch videos and do some Zoom meeting with the front office people. And um, we get here and we got to show video to the guys, reports, yeah. run to the cage and almost <laughs> whole day in the cage. Like no break. You know what's funny about that, Alex, is a lot of people are thinking, you get to the ballpark five hours before the game, that's early. But that's really late for you guys, isn't it? Yeah, it is for the coaches. We have to prepare. We have to watch video for all the haters, all the pitchers, what they did last night, and you know, what the pros going to be for a new, a, a, new, a new starting guy today. And we got to go through that, especially in the road. We have only one cage. we got to come out right now, 13 – um, position player plus the taxi squats so it's more it's more guys and um it's really really hard um yeah. with the short time that we have it's like we feel like we're in a hurry every day running and like myself i just ready for the game i'll, I'll have everything ready for the game just stay in, go to body cage and then stand the dugout that's it man so so you've already got your uniform on You've got your mask on, and you just work with the players and go, and it feels like a rush every day. I'm curious about how you come up with a, a game plan. Frankie Montas is pitching for the Oakland A's today. Give me an example of how uh, you go to your hitters and say, this is our, our, our plan of attack. Well, Frankie is a guy who is a three-pitch guy. You know, he got a two-seam fastball with a four as well. You know, I got two different fastball. He's two moves a lot, and I also have a good slider. Yeah. And usually, you know, we got the report that this guy, double play situation, he'll throw hitters two-seam, trying to get a ground ball. With two strikes, wants to go up in the zone with the four seams. Okay. And, you know, he, he'll make his slider, but, and then his split finger, he usually throw it with two strikes. It's a strikeout pitch for him. So, so usually Exactly. We do tendencies that we usually tell the guy, hey, fastball slider, you know, 80% to split it with two strides. So just be ready to hit the hitter. He throws a lot of money on fastball. So yeah. you, you, you can just go, you don't want to hit the slider, you want to hit the fastball. You know, even though you got a good fastball, you want to go hit the pitch because he throws it so much. Now you got to get yourself room so you can get off the play a little bit too with this guy. Since he pitch inside with the two and up in the zone, he doesn't pound the outside corner a lot. 
especially against our hitters. A lot of guys want to pitch our hitters inside. Yeah. Hey, uh, we get a chance to see batting practice, and I've been watching Altuve the last few days. Everything he's taken the other way, just going the other way, the other way. That's by design, I would imagine, to get him on track. He looked good. He looks good the last two games. Yeah, Altuve is more about you know, his mentality first, and then secondly, he likes to get the ball to get inside the ball, the baseball, let the ball travel. Because if not, he starts chasing breaking ball out front, start running over ground balls, and um, you know, he got a drill that you know he let the ball get deeper and and start hitting the ball to the other way, even trying to hit the, the batting the batting net yeah. um, a couple of times, and that's what he wants. Um, he's doing better. I think mentally he's getting stronger. I think it was really hard for him. You know, everything was happening around it. You know, no fans, and he was in a moment. We were thinking about we were going to play or not. We all those cases happening in Miami and St. Louis and those kind of players were kind of down, kind of frustrated with what was happening just in case something like that happened in our club. So some players hit, that, that hit him a little bit. So, um, but I thought it really well. He's going to be good. I feel like our, our hitters um, are going to be good. We haven't seen Greg Manuel, Tuve, or even George really hot yet. And, you know, we scored runs. We're putting a good numbers so far in the top yeah. American league in, yeah. in hitting. And, I, and that's what I feel. I feel like Correa and Bradley were the guys who were really, really um, hot since day one. Yeah. And um, truly have bad luck always since last year. He ball hard. Um, like last night, he hit three ball hard with no luck. Um, but, you know, guys are doing, are doing much better those days. It's, it's looked good. Carlos Correa, especially, Alex. Uh, it looks like he's just trying to be more aggressive, especially early in the counts. Is that something you talk to him about? Yeah, we talk about him. He's been training, trying to relax him more, get more rhythm, so that way he can be aggressive. In the song. He took too many pitches last year in the fastball, especially fastball, right in the middle, yeah. even first pitch or 3-2. Then, um, you know, he he, he know he was, um, he was aware of that, and he, he wants to be more aggressive, and he looked really well, really good. And now we got to let him know that he's really a, a good hitter and when he's in a good position, that he can trust himself. Sometimes he's getting um, out of the zone a little bit the past couple of games, with, especially with the sliders. I'll speed out front, but, you know, he knew it. He told me last night after the game, and, and I think we're going to go back to the pro and say, you're doing really well, don't try to cheat on nothing. Your hands and everything's going to stay up the middle, trying to stay up the middle of the field. You're going to react with that inside, and that way you can take, you know, sliders and, and fastball to the other way. That's why he did in Arizona really well. And um, um, but we'll, we'll be good. We'll be good. Uh, hitting side would be, we'll be fine. We, we've been missing we, – we're missing Alvarez. So people don't understand oh, that yeah. we have Jordan Alvarez. We have him on the line right now. Oh, my god. That'll be even longer. Yeah. You, you can see probably Julio Correa in seven. Right. That so. Last guy I wanted to ask you about, uh, and it's a, a lot about pitch selection, I would imagine, is Kyle Tucker. There's going to be adjustments a lot. You remember this as a player that uh, the league adjusts to you and you got to adjust back. It's, it's that cat and mouse, isn't it? Yeah, it is like that. You know, when you are a young stock hitter, then you put good numbers in the minor league system and you come to the big league, you're going to have up and downs. Like you said, um, you know, he'll, the league will figure out how to pitch to him and he needs to yeah. figure out how the league is pitching him. And I think he'll he's going to make the adjustment. He's going to learn quick. Um, how they pitch into him, and hopefully he can make those adjustments, start sitting on pitches and, and look for the pitch that he can drive. Um, and, you know, yesterday he hit the ball on a fastball 
uh, was he feel off the wall? And yeah, yeah. But you'll, you'll see him on and off, like I say, um, but he'll figure out. I think he got talent. He's a natural hitter and look at natural kid that comes to the, to the ballpark and he's working really hard too. So every day he's getting in the cage. He hit BP in the field, go to the cage before the games and, you know, trying to put a game plan. Um, so, you know, his special kid, we'll, we'll see him putting good numbers. Thank you. You're doing a great job. Appreciate you catching up and uh, good luck in tonight's game. Thank you, Steve. Appreciate it. This episode of Astrocast is brought to you by Carbach Brewing. Carbach Brewing, crafted for serious fun. Welcome back to Astro Launch. Earlier today, Michael Brantley spoke with the media talking about reaching quite the milestone, achieving 10 years of service time this past Thursday, and he spoke about that a little earlier. Well, yeah, um, you know, first off, your goal is to make it to the major leagues, especially coming out of minor leagues. Obviously, it's just to get to the big leagues and have a chance. And then once you get to the big leagues, it's to establish yourself and, you know, obviously try to stay in this game as long as you can. Um, Ten years is, you know, nothing to kind of sneeze at. It's a great honor to be in this club. It's a lot of hard work by a lot of, you know, great people to help me get there. But, uh, yeah, you know, what they say 6% of, you know, major leaguers get to have, you know, this experience. And uh, I'm really appreciative of everybody that helped me to get here. What did your uh, – I saw you got some balloons on your chair in the clubhouse yesterday. What else did your teammates do for you, and were you surprised at what they did for you after you reached your milestone? Yeah, I know. You know, Reddick had some balloons, uh, had some signs up. Uh, I got an adult beverage placed in my locker. And, uh, you know, we had a little meeting about it. So, you know, I'm just appreciative of my teammates, my coaches. You know, clubbies, uh, everybody had been a part of this journey for me uh, to get here. Did you kind of, I mean, know coming into 2020 that, I mean, were you counting down the days, basically? Is that how big of something this is for you? No, I wasn't counting down the days because, you know, the kind of games are kind of mixed up. So it's just not one day, one service. So I knew it would be coming up soon. Uh, I was just trying to play baseball. And at that point, you know, I saw John Jay was at nine years, 134 days. And I know I was at nine years, 131 to start the year. So that's when it kind of dawned on me to kind of look. And I said, oh, I know I got to be coming up soon if he just got his. And uh, it's pretty cool, you know, to see John Jay do it because I played against him in the minor leagues and, you know, a lot of years in baseball as well. Michael, have you seen other teams or been a part of other teams to celebrate a guy hitting that 10-year mark before? I'm not sure that I have, to be honest with you. Um, I can't think off the top of my head that somebody got 10 years of service while with us. Um, maybe Michael Bourne did it with us. I'm not quite sure, though, but, yeah, I can't remember off the top of my head of anybody else getting 10 years at that time with me. Does it feel like it's gone by fast? Uh, at times, uh, fast and um, But at the same time, um, all the hard work I put in through, you know, the injuries I had, of course, in my career, all the hard work that uh, my family endured with me uh, through the pain and struggle, through the good and bad, they were there for me, so that support. Uh, when I sit back and I really think about it now, you know, it was a journey. It was a long one. And uh, without their support, I don't know if I would have made it. So, you know, I'm just so appreciative of them sticking by me through all of it. Were you able to call your dad afterward? And can you kind of share what that moment was like, talking to, talking to your dad about reaching this milestone? I haven't talked to him about it. Uh, you know, some people would probably sit down and talk about it another day. But uh, we haven't talked about it yet. Brantley, you still have a chance to win this series if you can take the next two. And, and just the, it's been tough. The last couple of games have been tough on you guys. So how is everyone feeling today? What's the mindset going into these next two against the A's? Major League season. Next day is another day, fresh start. 
Uh, yeah, the last two games have been tough, uh, especially being that close. And, you know, no one likes to get walked off. I don't care who you are. So we just got to go out there and compete. Uh, we're doing a great job. Um, it's a good team on the other side. Uh, we got to stay within ourselves and, you know, try and do, you know, try not do too much. Just, you know, base it here, double there, and, you know, just kind of rely on one another. How are you adjusting to DHing a, a, pro a majority of your appearances lately with George out and with Jordan not here yet? It's all right. Um, you know, it's an adjustment period for me. Um, you know, I, I take great pride in playing, you know, both sides of the ball and that flow of the game. So uh, I got to do a better job of, you know, trying to stay ready and, you know, always trying to learn how to get better at, you know, a new skill set, I guess. Uh, DH is not just sit down and pick up a bat and be able to swing it. I know some guys can do it. I can't. So I really have to stay in the, you know, moving around, staying loose and staying kind of in the groove and staying in the game middle. Dusty, how is George Springer today? Uh, he's about the same. You know, it's only been <laughs> 12 hours. You know what I mean? I know he's Superman, but he had not quite, you know, he's not really. Uh, he was chopping at the bit to, to, um, to pinch run yesterday. And uh, he was ready to try to help the team do something. But, you know, he's not playable, especially against... I mean, this guy throwing hard today, so he's hard on him anyway. So, hey, with Fromber, how difficult is that, especially for a young guy who's been trying to figure out his role to be in the bullpen and then be asked to start and and kind of just be up um, in there? How do you think he's handling that challenge of it all? Well, you know, well, he went six and a third the other day. That's just like being a, a starter. And uh, you know, I mean, he is a starter. The only reason why he was in the bullpen is because how things worked out. Um, you know, that day, you know, and so this is just, uh, you know, you know, he's a starter, but like I said, he went six and a third. So this was just, it was just like a start, except somebody started before him. And so, you know, we need him to go deep, deep, deep into the game because this, this, these extra games are putting, you know, big time pressure on my pitching staff. And, uh, you know, you know, all the kids that we have out there, the young players that we have out there, the rookies, you know, they're not used to throwing back-to-back -back days. And, uh, you know, because in minor leagues, you know, most of them were starters. And so now we're asking them to pitch out of the bullpen. Like, you know, today we don't have a, we don't have Scrub, we don't have Paredes, we don't have Sneed, we don't have James. Uh, because he's transitioning back from starting to relieving, and we don't have Presley. So, you know, come on, Framber. How encouraging was Presley's outing yesterday? He did exactly what you said you wanted to do, get him right back in there. Yeah, well, uh, that's what you got to do. You fall off that horse, you got to get right back on it. And so, you know, like, he was good. I mean, he was real good. I mean, he was good the night before, you know. I, I mean, he was throwing lights out, but he threw more sliders yesterday than he did and uh, and uh in Arizona, so uh, uh, I'm glad for him, and so hopefully he'll have another opportunity tomorrow. D Dusty, you guys have had a couple tough losses recently. Yep. Big picture, how, how do you feel about just where your team's at right now and, and what this ball club's dealing with? Well, big picture, I mean, you are where you are. You know, you guys, I mean, you can't make up three and a half games in, or in, in, in two days. Unless you're playing double hitters, you know what I mean? And you can't even make it up then. So what you want to do is, you know, you got you to gotta play, you got to find a way to play consistent baseball, win some, some, some of these low-scoring, tough games until 
till we get our enforcements back, you know, until you get, um, you know, until, you know, we're operating on all cylinders. I mean, we're getting better. I mean, you, you, you look at that best Bregman's having, Altuve's having, uh, you know, Yuli's hitting the heck out of the ball. Greg looks better. Correa's have been looking good the whole time. Uh, you know, hate losing George, but, you know, we got a bunch of inexperienced guys not only in the bullpen, but some of them on the, on the bench, you know? I mean, you know, I mean, look at Stubbs. We put him in left field last night, but we've been working him out left field, second base in case, in case of emergency. And, and, and last night, if we'd had Diaz, you know, we're missing Diaz, you know, then, then, you know, I could have hit uh, Diaz for, for Tucker against that tough lefty. And then he'd have been inserted right into left field without having to use two or three men because we only have four extra men and really only got three because George can't do anything but run. So, you know, we're limping right now, you know, and, uh, uh, you know, things aren't going our way. But 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 you got to keep you got to keep fighting and fighting. I mean, how many two out RBIs has the opposition gotten against us in these games to lose? You know, and, and, and that's the toughest thing in baseball to get her are, are two out RBIs. You know, so we just got to keep fighting and keep uh, and, and and stay positive. And you know, like they say, the sun don't shine on the same dog's ass every day. You know what I mean? So it's about time it shined on us. <laughs> Dusty, you mentioned Dusty. you mentioned hitting for Tucker uh, late in the game yesterday. What have um, I know that was a lefty lefty matchup, but but what what? No, have, that wasn't no lefty lefty. That was a tough ass lefty. Right. But but right. I guess more more generally, what have you what have you gleaned from Tucker and the at bats he has had against left handed pitching, Ray and Baumgartner last series? Well it depends it, it depends what the repertoire pitches is are against him. You know, I mean uh, you know, that's one reason why we got Toro as a switch hitter, you know, for those kind of situations. I mean, you know, I mean, there are times I'm at the infrared too. You know what I mean? And 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 if it don't it don't work, you still got to play, you know, play the odds. I, I didn't think there's a very good chance of Tucker, uh, you know, having a, a real good at bat because Deakman. I mean, this guy, anybody at those kind of upper upper velocity, and if they throw the ball up and if they throw breaking balls down, then and then you're limiting Tucker's chances of hitting. I mean, your eye might not see it, but my eyes seen it for a long time. Does there's any update on Roberto or or Forrest? Man, I knew he was going to ask me that. No, not yet. Nope. Neither one of them. I mean, the, the, both of them are just being rehab. What about uh, Verlander, Dusty? Uh, Verlander, to my knowledge, isn't progressing as quickly as he would like to, but does he ever? Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, Verlander wanted to pitch yesterday. You know, so, uh, yeah, I mean, it seems like you've been gone away from home a month, you know, so uh, it'd be good to win these last two and then, and then limp home and then get some, some rest and attack San Francisco. Dusty, during these times like this where, you know, you got this shortened season and you're dealing with this, you know, the coronavirus, as a manager, how do you, you know, after losing such tough games, how do you rebound and get them moving again, especially with this shortened season and, with the travel and the back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back games like that? Well, that's what you're getting paid for. 
You know what I mean? Um, you know, I'm, I mean, you get paid to, to play, you're getting paid. Um, you really earn your money during tough times. I mean, this game of baseball is relatively, uh, it's kind of easy during, during good times, but during the tough times, you know, I mean, you got to dig deep, you know, I mean, yeah, and you got to dig up on your positive occurrences in your past. You know, I mean, you can feel sorry for yourself all you want to, and all they'll do is bury you, you know, and there, and, 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 and there are people out there that are, that are loving this. You know, there are other teams out there that are loving this. You know, I mean, we're not getting any sympathy and don't want any from anybody. Uh, so, um, you know, you either stand up and, and, and fight and own it, or either you, you know, there was a, there was a, a song called Maggot Brain a long time ago by, I think, Funkadelic. It says you either, like, rise above it all or you drown in your own, you fill in the blank. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know that song? Yes, I do. I definitely. I'm. I'm an old man. I know that song. Okay, you fill in the blank. What the blank say at the end? <laughs> I'm. I'm. I'm just gonna leave it at that. <laughs> no, you don't know. He trying. He trying. He trying to play it off. <laughs> All right. It starts with an S. Okay. All right, guys. I gotta go to work. It started with questions for Dustin Garnell. Dustin, has it been hard to stay in a rhythm just personally given uh, given your playing time hasn't been maybe as much as you – maybe as much as we would need to stay in a rhythm? Um, a little bit. I mean, I, I try to hit off the machine or catch bullpen as much as I can to kind of stay as close to the pitching and live action as I can. Obviously, everyone wants to play more, but I'm, I'm here to play, and whenever I get my name called in the lineup, I'm going to do my best. I don't know how much you've, you've seen Framber or how much you've been able to catch him, but, but just what are, the, what are the keys for him? Last year he struggled with not being able to, you know, contain innings, and, and he let a lot of innings snowball on him. What do you see as the key for him to be able to limit damage and keep kind of composed on the mound? Just attack with all his pitches. All, all three of his pitches are above average. When he stays in the zone, he's really, he was really tough to hit. So where he gets in trouble is when he allows free bases and gets in the deep counts when he can actually roll really quick innings, and that would, that would help us today, and that helps him in the long run. Justin, how's everyone handling this tough stretch, a couple of back-to-back -back really tough losses? It's been pretty good. Um, obviously, last night sucked, and then the Arizona series is really hard, but the guys are showing up today positive, like we're going to go out and get a, get a W today, so that's all we really can, uh, can go for. Justin, do you get a chance to talk to any of the, the younger pitchers who are, you know, starting for the first time um, when they come to the bench? Are you able to, you know, let them know or tell them what you see? Yeah, basically trying to just keep it as simple as we can for them. Um, B-Lack and those guys have been awesome so far, so we really haven't had to make crazy adjustments or anything. Uh, but just I think them knowing that if they attack with their stuff, and they get ahead in the counts that it's just baseball in the long run. Obviously, they're facing different lineups this year than in the years past, being it's their first year in the Bay Leagues. But they've shown a lot of composure on that. They, they're starting to see that keeping their stuff in the zone, and it, it plays at this level. Dustin, uh, Dusty just ran through all the relievers who aren't available for this. Seems like you need some length out of Fromber. Does that impact how you call a game when you know that you need a little extra out of the starter? 
Not really. Um, especially with Framber today, it's going to be the same attack. We're going to try to get quick outs to sinkers, and that's what that's what he does. And he, if he can do that, it'll definitely save our bullpen in the long run. So you try not to have that in the back of your mind, but obviously you want you know in certain spots when it gets to the fifth or sixth inning, depending on what the game looks like, that it can creep in there a little bit. But if Framber's a guy that we can get out that he should be today, that he's definitely going to help our bullpen out by getting long in the game. Um, because I've spent a lot of time in that visiting clubhouse. How in the heck are you guys social distancing in there? How have they <laughs> put that place? I can see you're not even in the clubhouse right now. So can can you yeah. describe for us what's going on over there? <laughs> they got a lot of locker separation for everybody. Then they got a few lockers set up in the middle of it. So it's not too bad. And then we got a mask on. And the coaches, yeah, the coaches are uh, are upstairs and away from the team. So they use their lockers for, for us to kind of give uh, the social distancing, I guess you could say. Gotcha. And it, they've got you set out outside. And they got, yeah, they got this outside for us away from the locker room. Start with questions for Zach Granke. Hey, Zach, it, it looked like you were really rolling uh, tonight. Did you feel like you could have pitched a little bit longer going back out uh, after the six? I wasn't prepared for that question. Sorry. I don't, I don't know. How did you feel overall? How, how did your stuff feel? Uh, good. Um, everything was usable. I guess slider wasn't that good. It was moving a lot, but I couldn't control it. And then that was kind of fastball command was good. And then the off speed stuff was moving a lot, but the command was just okay. But the fastball command was really good. How did you like watching the game from, uh, from the stands, sitting in the stands with the cardboard cutouts? It's great. Um, it's really nice. They still have it. I would prefer to be able to sit in more places, more spread out. But right now, they kind of have us kind of close to each other in the stands. And I just find a way to get a little bit farther out of the way. You talked about after your first two starts about endurance. How did you feel uh, conditioning-wise endurance after, after you came out tonight? Uh, good. Um, that was a good good job uh, asking questions. I didn't answer the first time. You got me going a little bit and then asked it in a good way. That was very professional. Um, I respect good questions like that. Uh, felt good. Uh, well, I wasn't real tired. Still early in the year, but uh, last last two outings, I, I felt really good the whole game. Like Dusty said, the last couple times you pitched, you've reminded him of of uh, Greg Maddox. Uh, he he said something like that one time to me too. I don't know if you you stopped your sentence or if the voice stopped working. Was that the whole the whole comment? Question. What are your thoughts about him comparing you comparing you to the way you pitched to a guy like Maddox? Uh, I guess I'd have to know more about why he means that or says that to comment it. It'd be too much guessing to make too much of a comment without knowing more about the comment. Zach, do you have thoughts or feelings on this, the new extra inning rule and how things are being played out early on in the season? Uh, I'm not confident in my thoughts on it. 
I would lean towards I like it, but that could change at any moment. Zach, what did you think of the job Anoli Paredes did uh, in extra innings for you guys? Getting the jobs like he did. Yeah, it was good. Uh, seemed like two really intense times and good hitters up and, and got it done. He was pretty excited afterwards, so that was fun to watch. Overall, it was, yeah. it was a really good game. It had been nice to win, but that was they played some great defense on their side, made some really good plays. Um, I, I thought that was a enjoyable game to watch for the most part. Just good baseball. In the sixth inning, when you had the runner at third and no outs, uh, it seems like you went to your in your toolbox there and pulled out a little of everything. What was your approach at that point? Uh, it wasn't really too much different, I, I didn't think. But uh, after I struck out the first batter, when I got to two strikes on the next batter, I was I knew the, the strikeout would be big, so I I tried a little harder on that one, and then the last batter just normal trying to get someone out. So uh, just one strike to Chapman was about the only time I felt like I changed too much. Does an inning like that take a lot out of you? Uh, sometimes it does. Probably did more earlier in my career, but it hasn't as much. I don't even know how many pitches I threw. I think more so I threw like 30 pitches than they normally take a lot out of me. But, um, I don't know how many pitches I threw. I, I felt fine after it. All right, we'll uh, get started with questions for Anoli Paredes. Anoli, how pumped up and just emotion emotional were you when you were pitching in the in the 10th and 11th innings tonight? No, I just focusing throw the ball to do my best and help the team. So I don't think too much, just what I know to do. Is that the most excited you've ever been on a mound? Yeah, so every every day that I am the mound, I come because that's that's a that's something that I love to pitch in the game. So when I get the opportunity, I try to enjoy the game to do my best. Noli, what are some of the things that you've learned in this first couple of weeks in the big leagues? Uh, so you know, I'm new here. So in the team, in big league team, uh, when I got the opportunity to speak with a veteran pitcher like uh, Presley or Suna. I try to to take advantage of this and learn how they can be for this time that I have in, in Big League. So uh, I just here trying to learn um, to, to, to be my best that I can do, um, trying to help the team. You know, how much fun were you having out there? It's, it's, it's so fun because I'm playing with those uh, superstar players like Atuve, uh, Bregman, Correa, all these teams that we have. So it's fun to play here. So one of the best teams in the in, in baseball. So I'm enjoying every day here. Astrocast is brought to you by Carbach Brewing, the official podcast of the Houston Astros. Carbach Brewing, crafted for serious fun. See you later.